buddy. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. Happy Mother's Day, and welcome to Belong Church. We're so glad that you guys are taking this journey with us today, and what a great day to celebrate the moms in our lives. And if you're your first time joining us at Belong Church, I just want to welcome you, and we've been at, having people add us on there and send us out there. So if this is your first time or you haven't done it yet, we want to invite you to simply take one simple step and let us know that you're watching, and that's by texting the word WELCOME to 469-289-1114. And it's really simple. You're not going to get spammed. No one's going to show up at your house. No one's going to bring you a loaf of bread. It's just something simple we can just communicate to whatever level you want to, and we'd love to get to know you. One of our core values as a church, and you'll hear it over and over again, is to know God. It's number one. And we often talk about it, in fact, in recent weeks we've talked about it, that it is the same word that's used in the very beginning of Genesis. And if you'll look at that with me, at Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, it says, And Adam, and there's that word, knew Eve. And so what God wants to have with us is this intimate relationship similar to the, the exact same word, actually, as Adam knowing Eve, God wants to know us in this intimate, personal relationship. But now as it's Mother's Day, I want to take it and parlay off onto that. And look, can you imagine that they, they don't know anything is going on. I mean, they're the first people on the earth, and all of a sudden, she's pregnant, and then one day her water breaks, and all of a sudden, she's in labor and delivery, and she is there delivering this child, and look what she says. I have acquired a man from the Lord. And it must have been the most uh, mind-blowing experience to see the both of them and then all of a sudden, here's this little baby that looks just like them. In the NIRV, I like how it says it. It says it like this. I have had a baby boy with the Lord's help. Even in there, she recognized that her having a baby 
was with the Lord's help. And can I tell you that there's not a mother on this earth who can raise that child well without the Lord's help. And, and it's, I, I love the bumper video and we see all the different roles and the different hats and the different t- titles that are there. And I mean, there's not a more underappreciated role in the world than that of a mother. But can you imagine that first birth? Can, can you imagine Eve being there and not knowing what to do with this child, not knowing anything, still trying to figure everything out? And I, I love the book that was referenced in there, and the girls reading, you know, the book of what to expect when you're expecting. And we read that, and us having raised four children now, I can tell you that every time it was not the best time, it was never the right time. And in fact, we always talk to people, and I have several friends who are expecting right now, and I will tell them, listen, there's no perfect time to start a family. It'll blow your mind. But all of this led to the first Mother's Day. The first time that Eve is celebrating being a mother, and it's, it's now developed into this great day that we can celebrate as a nation and around the world. So I just want to say it. Happy Mother's Day, and I, I want to celebrate my mother. And celebrate. the greatest woman in the world is the one who is our mother, the one who has prepared the way for us and just paved the way for us to have a great success. And I also want to celebrate my wife and the mother of my children. And to every woman who's watching this who has children or if you're expecting, we just want to say this, Happy Mother's Day. But can I draw your attention, and, and can you notice that the baby didn't come with a training course, the same way Eve has just delivered her first baby and not, not really probably knowing what in the world to do. That's the same thing, even though we've got some books that we can read and we've got, you know, elders that we can par, uh, pull stuff down from. We still don't often know what to do and there's not a training course you go through and there's not an instructional manual. But God's word does help us. In Proverbs chapter 22, it says it like this. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. And even when he's old, he will not depart from it. And I love how it says in the NIRV, it says, start children off on the right path. Man, we got to do everything we can to instill into them the godly values. So as you're taking this journey with us, and, and if you're just new to all this and you're not really sure of everything, let me just tell you, bring your children on that path with you. And for those of you who are new moms and and you're just stepping into that, don't let this be something that you do off by yourself. Bring them in. Start them off on the right path. Ephesians 6 says this. says, children, obey your parents as believers in the Lord. Obey them because it is the right thing to do. And, And on this Mother's Day, I'm gonna suggest to all of us, we need to obey our parents, whether they're I was going to say much older. They're obviously much older. But if they're, you know, older in life and you're, you know, an adult on your own or if you're still a child, whatever range you're in, we still need to obey them. We still need to, verse 2 says this, honor your father and your mother. But today's Mother's Day, so we're, we're focusing on honoring your mother. It goes on to say that's the first commandment that has a promise. And here it is, verse 3. Then things will go well with you. And I don't know about you, but if I didn't honor my mother, things did not go well with me in while I was being raised up. 
And with my children, if they didn't honor their mother, things did not go well with them. And, and I almost see sarcastic humor in the rest of that verse. And you will live a long time on the earth. What's the converse side of that? If you don't honor your mother, things are not going to go well, and you're probably not going to live very long. That's just my humor. I just think that's very, very funny. But I want us to look at another story in the Bible, and there's a lot of verses here. We're going to go really, really quickly through it. I'm going to put Michael through his paces today. So if you'll turn your Bibles with me to 1 Samuel chapter 1, starting with verse 1. There was a man named El something, and he lived in this place, okay? And he had two wives, verse 2, Hannah and Paniah. Paniah had children, but Hannah did not. And I'm not going to go into any kind of thoughts here as to why that man has two wives. We're not going to go into that. It was just what was the custom there. That's what they did. I'm not suggesting it for today, okay? I can't even handle one wife. I can't imagine what he did with two wives. Anyway, moving on. Verse 3. Each year, Elkanah would travel to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice the Lord of heaven's armies at the tabernacle. And the priests of the Lord at that time were the two sons of Eli. Verse 4. At, on the days Elkanah presented his sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to Paniah and each of her children. Verse 5, and though he loved Hannah, he would give her only one choice portion, but because the Lord had not given her children. So right now, you could see between the two women in this man's life, one doesn't have children yet, and the other one has many children and so she's getting a bigger portion. She's getting more provided to her, and it is a status symbol for her. Verse 6, so Paniah would taunt Hannah and make fun of her because the Lord had kept her from having children. She hadn't had children yet, and I'm not going to say that God was the one who was causing that. In another translation, it says God had not allowed this to happen. It hadn't become, it just wasn't there yet. So not saying that God's going to choose some people to have children, some people not to have children. I think there's a lot of reasons in there. Again, I'm not trying to get bogged down in that. But look at this, verse 7. Year after year, it was the same. Paniah would ta taunt Hannah as they went to the tabernacle. Each time, Hannah would be reduced to tears and would not even eat. Now, that's some terrible way to live. And I don't know if you can, even just as I'm painting this picture, kind of put yourself in the Bible and put yourself in that place where she is feeling really, really rejected. So the status symbol of having children is now on, you know, the, the other wife, and she feels left alone, and there's this huge disparity between the two. And then if that wasn't bad enough, the one is needling her, and she's like kniving her and saying, oh, all these terrible things, to the point that Hannah is reduced to tears and not even eating. Verse 8, why are you crying Elkanah would ask her, why aren't you eating? And why be downhearted just because you have no children? And, and this is just like a guy. You have me. I mean, isn't that enough? Isn't that better than having 10 sons? No. To a woman who's being ridiculed and criticized and, and just being reduced down to tears, no. Just having you as her husband is not enough. But I, we're sometimes stupid and, and just misguided and we don't see short-sighted in some things. And that's what he's trying to, he's trying to pursue her with logic and, and he can't pursue that with logic. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Verse 9, once after the sacrificial meal at, at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. And I, I love the fact 
that Hannah, even in her being reduced to tears and not even eating, she turns her attention to God. Now, Eli, the priest, was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the temple. And Hannah was in deep anguish. Look at this, crying bitterly as she prayed. And I'm telling you, on this mom's day, and it's a great day, we celebrate you, there's still some times that we'll find ourselves in deep anguish and even crying bitterly. My wife has often told me, I'm going to go to the shower to cry. And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to stay far away from that. But I, I love the fact that it's not just finding this place of isolation and this place where everything seems to be just coming down on top of you. But she turned her attention to pray. She went to the house of God to pray before the Lord. Verse 11, and as she made this vow, Lord of heavens, Armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign, he will be dedicated to the Lord. His hair will never be cut. As she prayed to the Lord, Eli watched her, seeing her lips moving without hearing a sound. Now, that is some messed up place to be when your lips are just quivering and moving as you're praying, but there's no sound coming out. She's in this dark, bad place. He thought she'd been drinking. Verse 14, he comes after her. Must you come here drunk, he demanded? Throw away your wine. Verse 15, I look at her humility. Oh, no, sir, she replied. I have not been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I am very discouraged. as pouring my heart out to the Lord. Can't you hear her demeanor even in that? I'm very discouraged. But can I tell you, her, her tense and her verbs are right there. I am very discouraged. She's not past it yet. She's still in the middle of it. And I'm pouring out my heart to the Lord. It's not getting where telling my husband because he says, am I not enough? And, and the other woman living in the same house, she's like ridiculing me. She's just bringing this, this terrible place. The only place I can go is to God. Verse 16, don't think I'm a wicked woman, for I've been praying out of my great anguish and sorrow. In that case, Eli said, go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant you the request you've asked of him. And, and I want to pause right there in the story and look at the power of agreement. He comes in and he gives her an affirmation that, okay, I'm going to believe with you. I'm going to say, and I'm going to ask God to accomplish that prayer that you're going through. So on this happy, happy day, if you find something that's not so happy, or maybe you're just tucking this away for the days that aren't going to be the greatest days, bring your request, but bring somebody along with you. Have the power of agreement in your life. Verse 18, continuing on. Oh, thank you, sir, she exclaimed. And then she went back and began to eat. Look, it changed just like that. And look at this. And she was no longer sad. See, the power of agreement of someone just joining their faith with hers, she went from being, I am very discouraged, to now, I'm going to go have me some supper. I'm going to go eat, and I'm no longer sad because I, I believe something has changed. But can I just tell you, she wasn't pregnant then. 
She hadn't had anything physically changed in her life. Everything was still the same as when she came in, in the natural. But something had changed because she came and prayed. And because she had the power of agreement. And her demeanor changed. And everything in her countenance changed. Look at this. Verse 19. The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship the Lord once more. And they returned home. And when Elka slept with, he knew his wife Hannah, the Lord remembered her plea. See, it didn't happen there in the, in the temple. It happened here when they're back in their regular routine and the Lord heard and remembered her prayer. Look at this verse 20. And in due time, and in due time. See, the problem that I find myself, and maybe you do too, is we, we, we pray these prayers and we ask God to do something in our lives and then we expect it to happen right now. No, it takes in due time. She gave birth to a son and she named him Samuel and said, I asked the Lord for him. Verse 21, the next year they went up again for their annual trip and, and Hannah was going to keep his, her vow in verse 22. But Hannah did not go up. She told her husband, wait until the boy is weaned and then I will take him to the tabernacle. Look at this. And leave him where, there with the Lord permanently. I mean, she's not even bringing this teenager to the temple. She's bringing this toddler. Once he's weaned, he's not that old. Maybe four or five. I don't know when they decided to stop in, in that, that time period. But he's not that old. She goes, hey, we're going to give it another year. Verse 23. I love Eli. Elkanah kind of learned a little bit of things. Uh, maybe how to deal with women a little bit better. He goes, whatever you think is best. <laughs> that cracks me up. Stay here from now and may the Lord help you keep your promise. Now you got to imagine from that man's standpoint, he's probably looking at all the anguish she went through until she had that child. And now he's thinking, man, what's going to happen when we now take that child to the temple and we leave him there and we go back home? Is she going to be, he's like, hey, hey, I pray the Lord helps you keep your promise. There's so much humor in this for me. Maybe it's just me. So she stayed home and nursed the child boy till he was weaned. Verse 24, when the child was weaned, Hannah took him to the tabernacle in Shiloh, and they brought along a three-year-old bull for the sacrifice and a basket of flour and some wine. After sacrificing the bull, they brought the boy to Eli. Verse 26, do you remember me, she asked. Now, it's been, what, two or three years since she was there? I can't remember people I talked to two weeks ago, much less something in this. And then look at this. I am the very woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. I am the very woman. And, and I believe she's drawing a, a straight line to you agreed with me. And look, verse 27. I asked the Lord to give me this baby, and he has granted my request. Now I'm giving him to the Lord, and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worship the Lord together right there. That's just an amazing story, and I could spend the, the remaining time just diving into so many different things that I'm so tempted to do, but, but it's a great illustration of her heart and the, the heart of a mother to, to not just have a child to say, I had a child, but to have something to bring to the Lord. Fast forward to the New Testament. In John 19, and we just finished Easter not very long ago in resurrection. We saw the crucifixion. Verse 25, now Jesus' mother, Jesus' mother stood near his cross. 
the most agonizing, the most horrible, even if she was prepared somewhat mentally, knowing that God, God had prepared him for a reason. It wasn't just he showed up and he's a great, wonderful teacher. She knew there was a plan for his life, but now she's seeing it in her eyes, him dying, crucified. Verse 26, and Jesus saw his mother there. So even in his anguish, even as he's taken on all the sin and all the sickness and everything that he's going through, he still has time to notice his mother. He also saw the disciple who he loved standing nearby, and Jesus said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. See, he's making a transfer. He's passing it off. He's saying, tag. Then to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that time on, the disciple took her into his home. He treated her as his mother. I want us to see this. Jesus honored his mother. And I, I think sometimes we can just get so confused and like sidetracked on this and thinking Jesus did all these wonderful things, but even in the midst of doing all that, he still took time to honor his mother. A couple of years ago, Church of the Highlands did a, a street interview like you would see. Jay Leno used to do these kinds of things, go out on the streets and, and, and ask people questions. And they did this for Mother's Day. And, and, and it's so amazing. I want you to look at it. Turn your attention to the screen. and we are doing a Mother's Day special. We set up a phone booth asking people when's the last time that you just called your mom Yeah. and just told her that you love her. Just to tell her I love her? Yeah. Oh, it's been a while. This one's the last time we talked to your mom. Uh, it's like five minutes ago. Oh, so I call my mom every day. Nuh-uh. That's awesome. I'll That's call awesome. Her. Can I call her? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Hey, it'll make her day no matter what. Just call her? Yeah, you just call her and just whatever, whatever you want to say that would make her night. <laughs> Hey, Mom, it's me. Hey, Mama, how are you? What up, what up, Ma? How you doing? Hola, Ma. Hola, Mija. Hi, Mommy. Hey, Mom, it's me, Trent. I'm actually inside of a telephone booth that they set up to encourage people to call their mothers. I'm calling to tell you that I love you. That's the only reason I was thinking about I you today. I love you, too. Oh, you're welcome. Hold on, let me put this on the tape recorder. Let me... <laughs> Oh, thank you. Are you going to call me for the next few days and do the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be just Mother's Day that I call you and tell you how special you are to me. I just wanted to say I love you and thank you for everything you do for me and Jalen. Oh, I love you too, baby. You're so sweet. I'm going to give you a big hug when I see you, okay? Okay. Hey, Mama. I just wanted to call and say I love you and I really, really, really appreciate you. And I know you're super busy, but you always have time for me. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I love you so, so much, Mommy, and I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Te amo. That I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I'm at in life right now without you. So. Well, I appreciate that. I love you. I love you too. Mama. Uh-huh. I love you. I love you, baby. Just wanted to tell you I love you and thank you for everything. I was about to get emotional. 
Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to tell you I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, honey. I really love you, too. Well, you can go now. I think I'll just go and cry. We're, we're actually shooting a video for Mother's Day. <laughs> and my <own> speaker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but uh, I tear up every single time. I was like a puddle of tears watching this in my office when I was preparing my message. So the question of the day is this. When's the last time you talked to your mother? When's the last time you called her just to tell her you love her? And this is a double whammy for me because I knew that this was going on and I talked to my mother several times during the week, but I knew I had to be intentional this week to call her several times so I wouldn't be found wanting on this day. But even if you can't visit them in person and maybe you can FaceTime or do a Zoom call or Skype or whatever it would be, take that initiative and I I challenge you. Even if you're watching this after the fact, take the initiative to call your mom and just tell her you love her. She's changed your life. Take a moment to change hers. Would you bow your heads with me? We've talked about the, the, the greatness of a mother giving to all of us and the life and seeing how Hannah's story and looked at Eve and their story. But we started off with the analogy that it was the same word as knowing God that Adam knew Eve and conceived and made her a mother. So my question to you is, where do you find yourself today? Where are you with God? Do you know him, that intimate person? Not know about him, not not I've read about him, I've heard stories, but do you know him? I want to challenge you that this is a great day to accept him into your life, to surrender, which simply means I'm going to stop doing it my way and I'm going to let you control the shots in my life. If that's you today, I want to invite you to say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I want to begin a relationship with you. I want to know you. Right now, I give up doing it my way. I surrender my life to you. I ask you to forgive me for every time I've missed it and I receive your new life. And the best way I know how, I'm going to serve you. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for everyone who prayed that prayer for the first time or maybe it's someone coming back to you. Lord, I just thank you that you're right there. It says that all of heaven rejoices when one person comes to know you. When they come home, when they, when they start that relationship, Lord, and I, I, was, I was talking to someone recently, and the, those words that you use is you have begun a work in us, and you're going to keep at it. 
You're going to keep at it. So when we make mistakes, you're going to keep at it. When we, we make that same mistake 100 times and 20 times and, and multiple times, you're still going to keep at it. You never drop us off. Lord, thank you for everyone who made that decision. Lord, we give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, if that's you today, I want to invite you to take the next step. We want to hear from you. And I've already mentioned our text communication system, but if you would, if you prayed that prayer with me, I invite you to simply do this. Text the word CONNECT to 469-289-1114. Again, that's text the word CONNECT to 469-289-1114. And again, no one's going to show up. It's not anything to get in your business. It's just simply to communicate what your next steps could be if you'd like to do that. And lastly, if you want to be a part of the financial solution that is Belong Church and be a part of what we're doing in our community, you can do that multiple ways. But the easiest way to do it is to use text to give. And that's simply text the word give to 469-410-7788. And that's a different number. It has to be for financial security. Again, that's text the word give to 469-410-7788. The first time you do it, it's going to ask you a couple of questions. After that, it securely um, has it saved, and you only have to put the amount. Or you can go to givetobelong.com. It's on our website. It's on our app. Everything where you want to see. Well, let's close in prayer. Father, I thank you for Mother's Day. I thank you for my mother. I thank you for my wife being a mother to our children. Lord, I thank you for everyone who's watching that is a mother. And Lord, I pray we're all uh, prompted to go and show extra love. And let it not just be on this day, but let it be every day. Let us appreciate that which you've put in our lives. Lord, I give you all the glory of what you're doing here. And Lord, I speak a blessing over everyone who's taken this journey with us. And Father, I pray a specific prayer over everyone who has tied this week and given offerings and been part of the blessing that is Belong Church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.